You're listening to the audio portion of Workshop Wednesdays. Workshop Wednesdays is a free live discussion about topics affecting accountants, bookkeepers, and business owners. You can join the AVO group in Facebook to participate live Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Just search for ABBO in Facebook. This podcast is brought to you by SchoolofBookkeeping.com, where you will learn, grow, and build a thriving bookkeeping practice. We have hundreds of lessons with almost every aspect of the industry. Start your free month today at SchoolofBookkeeping.com. Well, welcome to another Workshop Wednesday. Uh, We are continuing our series in inventory. So this is part two of inventory. Last week we did uh, part one, which was just the simple inventory of I buy stuff and I sell stuff. Uh, now simple. today we're going to, yeah, yeah, super simple. Just, I need, I need to track my on hand quantity and, uh, and do that in QuickBooks. Uh, today we're going to be talking about something that's a little bit more complex. I buy stuff, I build stuff, and then I sell different stuff. <laughs> so now we're modifying this, the stuff that we sell. Um, and, uh, to Carrie's, uh, pleasure, we're not going to be talking about QuickBooks online because QuickBooks. QuickBooks Online doesn't really handle that. Um, now you can do these things in, you know, inventory management apps and bolt it on to QuickBooks Online. Um, and and there are plenty, uh, plenty that are out there. The one that uh, I, I like the most is, is SOS Inventory. Uh, it handles uh, a lot of these things that we're going to be talking about. You can take a, take a look at them and, and see if that's, if they got to stay in QuickBooks Online for whatever reason. And they're managing inventory. There are solutions out there uh, that will but, handle these things. But but <laughs> with all these caveats comes a more another learning curve. You have to trust their support, or you learn it. Find some a consultant that knows it. There's limitations within SOS, so you just need to understand what they are and if they meet your needs. So there's a lot of nuances to inventory that do not come in QBO sales exactly. order. Sales orders. <laughs> You're, well, I mean, uh, with SOS, I mean, it actually does include being able to do sales orders. So you're managing your inventory, you're doing all that stuff in, in, in SOS, and then it's just sending the data, financial impact of the data to, to QuickBooks uh, online. doesn't work with desktop. So the nice part about desktop is it's all inclusive. Have an add-on. Don't worry about the sync. Don't worry about extra train. Well, training, it's still a good idea to have extra training or um, work with somebody that knows this stuff because you need to know the nuances. Inventory isn't something you just are born with. You got to learn it, right? There's there's definitely some, some, uh, some things to learn about that. Yes. It doesn't just magically appear in the computer. I had a customer, actually, it's kind of a funny story. She thought that when we plugged the new computer in, that the inventory would magically hop inside her point of sale software. Hop. Just hop in there. Just, <laughs> just, yes, just I'm serious. Jump on in. She, she really thought that it would magically, she thought the computers were that magical. And uh-huh. imagine explaining that. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely had a lot of laughs su- over that project. <laughs> definitely some surprises. Uh, now, Sandy's uh, watching us from, from Florida. She has a question. Is there a recording on part one? So, yes, there is on our YouTube channel. And I'm just pasting that into the comments there. Uh, we, we, we post all of the prior workshops uh, in, in our YouTube channel, as well as at schoolbookkeeping.com. 
Uh, you can go to schoolbookkeeping.com and look at the Workshop Wednesdays course. They're all free. You don't have to be a subscribing member of, of School Bookkeeping. The workshops are all there uh, for you to peruse and review at your, at your leisure. Um, or just check it out on, on YouTube as well. Uh, but yes, that was the, the first first installment. Uh, so the next one, uh, just so pre, you know, preview of what's happening next week is I buy stuff, I manufacture stuff, I need to know exactly where that stuff is at all times. Uh, so that we're going to talk about some of the advanced inventory functionality that uh, some people will need to know uh, when they're when they're managing their their books. So, um, yeah, so it gets really <laughs> pretty hairy. It's kind of like the word job costing, you know, when you're talking to, con you know, construction or contracting clients, you know, you really just want to get an understanding as to what it is they what are the, what are their needs? You know, what are their gotta haves? What are they, what do they need to know? Uh, because when you, you know, we talk to a customer or a potential client uh, that has some inventory needs. Well, yeah, QuickBooks online does handle inventory, you know, but it's, it's, as we talked last yeah, week, yeah. it's, it's, it's not limited. It's, it's just very simple. limited. <laughs> it's very simple. And right. you, yes. But there are some things that it can do that that desktop can't, like categorize your your inventory to make it easier to find. Uh, you got to do sub items. I mean, there's things that you can do in, you know, in both in both platforms. I'm not going to argue <laughs> about, <laughs> but it is you know the simple the simple tracking, just like job profitability. I mean, it will it will track the profit of a job. It will track the on hand quantity of your of your inventory. Uh, but really getting an understanding, you know, sitting down with the, the, the potential client or the current client and understanding what it is you, you need to know and do and track in your, uh, in your QuickBooks and, uh, you know, what, what is the right product to actually do that. So we're going to just be talking about uh, building stuff. <laughs> um, concept is, is I, I, I purchase raw materials and somebody at my company is going to do something with those with those raw materials, turn it into a different product, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a couple couple things that we want to uh, illustrate that that QuickBooks Desktop will do. Um, we're just going to be talking about like the premier level of of QuickBooks. We're not jumping into enterprise just yet, even though that's Carrie's yeah. first place to go. <laughs> let's let's put you in enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got the features. So right, right. It's the buffet of QuickBooks. So you have everything that you can possibly want, <laughs> you know, in your QuickBooks when you when you get to the top of the line, you know. Um, you know, a Yugo and a Cadillac are both the same, you know, as far as a car is concerned. It'll get you from point A to point B, but obviously the Cadillac has a little bit more uh under the hood and features. Right. Right. And if it's important, some of these advanced features that are already in the enterprise, then you might as well start using them if they help you. If they don't, start basic. Right. So, um, so what I'm going to look at here, and I'm sorry for the uh, tiny uh, font. Now, let me see if I can just zoom in. Just oh, you just least. did something. Hit it one more time. I, I know, but it resizes. So, um, Bob, Bob, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> in easy cloud we need to zoom in so for these 
<laughs> for these things. Uh, so on a uh, on, and I am an enterprise, but these features are also in uh, Premiere. So this is uh, this is a unit of measure set list. So um, what we're dealing with here is um, unit of measure in in QuickBooks or in inventory terminology is what does one equal, right? What it, what what quantity or what uh, unit is one when you have it on a transaction, whether it be purchase order, sales order, you know, inventory uh, or invoice or or sales receipt. Uh, what does one mean when I am when I am putting that on the transaction? Because you know, various situations could, or could be that you know you buy in bulk, you know, go to Costco, you get thirty rolls of toilet paper, but you use or sell in a smaller quantity, one sheet, two sheets, whatever. <laughs> um, right. So, um, so you know, easiest example is. Um, you know, beverages, beer, right? It comes in uh, bottles, cans. Those are the individual units, and then six packs and cases and cakes, right? But it's all the same thing. It's a, it's, it's, it's beer, right? It's a particular brand of beer. So you might buy it in one unit and then sell it in another. So the unit right. measure sets allow you to track that and and allow QuickBooks to do the the math behind the scene. Uh, so we just have a simple one here of uh, uh, each dozen in case, right? So um, when you're specifying this unit of measure, uh, the, the set, uh, you're gonna be specifying the base unit, you know, what is QuickBooks gonna be using as, uh, as its base unit. And then your related units are gonna be based off of that base, right? So uh, in this case- Start with the smallest. Base, yeah, in, in, in um, uh, best practice is to smart, smart to start with the smallest. <laughs> uh, but sometimes the math doesn't work that way, you know, because if, you, uh, if you're dealing with length, for example, the smallest unit of measure in, in the metric system is a millimeter, right? Um, but then if you're actually selling something in a kilometer, that's 1 million times the millimeter. <laughs> so yeah. uh, sometimes you have to start with a meter, right? Somewhere, some, someplace in the middle and then millimeter, you're, you're, you, you would just say, well, how many, how many millimeters are in a meter? Well, 1000. So you do, you know, 0. 0.0001 uh, and then kilometers would be 1000 of that. So, um, Sometimes you have to start in the middle, but best case or best uh, best practice is to start with the smallest uh, individual unit uh, and then add on from there because uh, rounding and and uh, you know there's only two decimal points that show up um, on on a lot of transactions, so sometimes you get a rounding issue if you start somewhere in the middle and go smaller with some of your units. Uh, but in this case, we have um, you know an each and then a dozen and a case. So uh, you just specify you know, what that label is and then the number of each, uh, how much that is. So obviously a dozen, there's 12, and then a case has 24. Um, and then you also have the ability to specify the default unit. So you can change your def default unit for purchase transactions. Uh, you know, if you always buy by the case, you can change it to case. Uh, if you sell by the each, then you can change it to to each or the or dozen, and then there's also a shipping option as well. So if you uh, 
you know, have a default unit of measure. So this will help automate the process and, and, uh, and allows uh, QuickBooks to, to make, uh, make purchasing and ordering with those units of measure uh, a little bit unique. So this is a, a premier only feature. So, you know, those people using Pro, uh, it doesn't happen, it doesn't have that option, right? Um, so another thing that we want to talk about, anything you want to add there, Carrie? I'm, I know I'm well, doing most of the talking. <laughs> I was going to say that um, when you're doing things to the inventory like this, which is great to be able to have the ability and it attaches to each transaction, you just need to keep in mind that it can also cause your file to grow from Pro Premier have the same file growth, uh, same file limitations. So um, when you're starting out brand new, it's not usually an issue, but it can happen, you know, it can happen fast once you start flipping these things on, assembly and stuff like that. So Got it. I, and when you froze after I said that, I was like, is there something I missed? <laughs> the, stun, the stunned silence. I was like, well, that was rude. <laughs> well, you know how to clear a Zoom. I know how to clear a room. That's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Okay. Right. So now that we understand multi-unit of measure, I think. Right. Next. So um, the idea of an assembly is to be able to, to combine the components of, uh, of raw materials and uh, allow you to actually combine those when you actually do build the, the assembly. Um, so this could be, you know, other uh, inventory parts. You can, you can even put non-inventory parts and, and labor costs and things like that. If you know, you know, how much time or how much cost um, is going to take to to build these things and you want that cost to be transferred over into the, um, the cost of the finished good. Um, now, what it doesn't do uh, very well is... Uh, track things like waste, right? So, um, you know, so when you're dealing with, um, you know, uh, raw materials, uh, raw materials that actually uh, have scrap, um, you know, um, you know, the sheet metal or, you know, lumber, you know, sawdust goes everywhere. <laughs> you know, you, you buy, you know, a certain thing of that, but then you have some of it that is uh, discarded, right? It can't be used. Um, you, in order to track those things like like scrap and waste and and uh, the, the the manufacturing process of of things, um, there are you know other workarounds and and ways to to handle that. But uh, right out of the box, you know QuickBooks, all it's doing with an assembly is taking those raw components, taking them out of inventory, and moving them and their cost to the finished good when you actually build it. So that's what you'll be specifying here when you. Um, when you enter in the, the bill of materials, uh, you'll be putting in the the, the, the the individual components that go into one of the finished goods. So in this case, it's a indoor, or I'm sorry, interior door kit. Um, so there is a door standard, a wood, wood door interior, and a hardware brass uh, hinges to, to make up those, those components. And then the function inside of QuickBooks actually um, move that is called a build assembly, right? So it looks like a regular transaction, uh, but you would just be specifying the assembly item at the top. QuickBooks is going to list out the uh, components uh, of, that, of that assembly that you specified on the, on the item. 
Uh, it's going to show the quantity on hand that you have of those items, uh, give you an idea of what you do have on hand currently with the assembly item. And then down at the bottom, it will tell you how many you can actually build based on the quantity that you have on hand of the raw materials, right? And then you would just specify the uh, quantity to build and uh, build it. Now, what you can, now another thing you can do is um, do a pending build. So, um, you know, maybe you're going to have your, you know, tell your, you know, your guys that are actually building these things, they're going to do 50 today. Uh, you can do a pending build based off of that. And then when they say, well, we only made 45, you can then record that you've actually only done 45 as opposed to um, the 50 that, that they, you know, they were slacking didn't build yeah. exactly yeah or that maybe they were correct. maybe they were go-getters <laughs> and did and 55, did 55. That. right but what the pending the the idea of the pending build is it will take out those raw materials out of inventory uh just like a sales order you know so your available quantity so that way you don't inadvertently you know if you're also selling those raw com raw components you don't inadvertently sell uh, a component that is spoken for, you know, your assembly process. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of how the uh, the assembly uh, item works as far as setting it up and then the actual building of the of the assembly. Um, if you don't have Premiere, you end up having to do all sorts of inventory adjustments to reduce the the quantity of the raw components and then uh, increase the the finished goods, uh, but they're all considered inventory parts at that point, not uh, not the assembly items. So, gives you just more visibility into what you're doing. Right, right, and and then you you have an idea, uh, just like you have a reorder point, uh, as you can specify on individual items, you can specify the reorder point so that you don't fall below, you know, quantity on hand. With inventory assemblies, you have a build point. Uh, so, like, I don't want to build, you know, I want to have on hand, uh, when it gets to this point on hand, I want to build more. So um, the inventory assembly uh, or QuickBooks actually can uh, provide you with uh, the insight is like, hey, you've got X amount of items that are below your build point, you might want to have your guys work on it now these days. Uh, so that is, in a nutshell, the second part of, of inventory, where I buy stuff, I build stuff, build stuff, and then I sell different stuff uh, right. with regards to QuickBooks. Uh, Carrie, anything else before I get kicked out again? <laughs> um, I was just going to call out that uh, oftentimes we see um, people that are new to QuickBooks getting mixed up between what a group is and what a assembly is. And so just let's say you are going to put together a gift basket of stuff um, I mean, you could do it either way, but it's really designed that once a raw material is depleted, that no longer exists and it becomes something brand new. Where a group could just be, I'm tossing all this stuff together in a gift basket, and you can specify to the customer whether they see those pieces you picked out or not. But in the meantime, it's pulling those material, the, the uh, inventory, just like it is. You didn't really do anything except throw a bow on it, maybe some tissue paper. <laughs> right. So yeah, that's a good, good call out. Cause uh, there is, you know, a group item and, but assemblies, um, they all groups only affect inventory when they're, 
when they're used on transactions, right? So assembly items, you have to build them before you can actually sell them. Now, you can sell an inventory, uh, inventory assembly item that hasn't been built, but then you're just like, just like everything else, you, yes. yeah, you, you could potentially run into a negative quantity on hand and uh, that will cause chaos. Yeah. <laughs> Mass well, I, when, whenever I have books that have to be cleaned up, if they didn't understand the concept of group and they were trying to do group and they did inventory assembly, we usually have a lot of untangling to do. So um, you don't want to get into this area unless you really are in that manufacturing space where something becomes something new. And then there's that extra step. You have to know that you have to build raw to finished. It's an extra step. And if you skip it, your books are a mess. Yeah. I have a, I have a guy who's actually using online um, and he's, he's tracking uh, the manufacturing and, tra and in transit process in, in QuickBooks online, but it is, wow, a bunch, it, is a, it is a bunch of, you know, inventory adjustments. The good news is he has two products. So, right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, simple inventory, uh, but you know, complicated uh, process because he, he does it overseas. Um, you know, he, the, the manufacturing is done overseas and then it takes, you know, a slow boat from China, you know, to, <laughs> to actually get here. Uh, so he wants to know where things are uh, during this process, but, you know, he uses QuickBooks online to do that. So we, there are ways to do, to handle that. Uh, it's just a lot of manual adjustments. Workarounds. Yeah. So I was going to say an enterprise has what landed call. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if it's important, it's there. So, right. so that's what we're going to talk about next week is, um, you know, how do you handle some of these things where you have inventory in multiple locations, you know, warehouses versus your showroom floor and uh, those and types of truck. things. Yeah. And a drop truck. Mm -hmm. Amazon. Yeah. So we'll get really into the, the, the functionality of what uh, enterprise can do uh, next week on um, workshop Wednesday. And hopefully I won't get kicked out several right. times <laughs> or frozen. <laughs> right. We have to diagnose the internet issue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a great week and we'll hopefully see you next week. <laughs> Should we talk about my new course? You skipped oh, yes. that. Well, yeah, I got so, uh, <laughs> he's so scared he's going to disappear. <laughs> right. Uh, so Carrie has been hard at work. Um, you know, we, we lovingly call her COVID Carrie <laughs> um, because, well, why? Well, why don't you talk about it? <laughs> so back in March and we're almost at one year, right? It was, yep. I remember everything about March of last year. It was around St. Patrick's Day and all of a sudden everything we knew about the world was different. Dan and I would talk about what was coming and the next thing we knew we were all giving our stories about the so-called lockdown, which in our state was sort of a, a, a Mickey Mouse lockdown, but it made us all stop and wonder what is going on. And then the political climate got in and scientists got stuffed down and quieted and we didn't really get the actual information. So it felt like a fire hose of information. And to this day, people are still confused about, do I wash my groceries? Is it safe? Or, you know, how can I have my birthday party and not, you know, kill grandma? So 
along the way, I just started just digging in, reading, learning, watching videos and doing hours of obsessive, crazy COVID carry stuff. And in the meantime, I have become, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. I've become an expert on, on COVID safety. I have friends call and say, I'm about, I need to go to so-and-so's funeral. How do I do it? So I don't die. And how do I fly from California? And how do I fill in the blank? Can I get my nails done? I just got mine done. I mean, there, we, we can still live. And on top of all this, we either work for a business or we are a business owner and we don't want our businesses to be shut down over the over COVID. We want some, a lot of people have had to pivot. You've had to figure out how to accept touchless payments and how to continue to keep yourself because without you, where's the business, right? Alive. So my whole course is all about anything you ever want to know about COVID. And as well as we did it in the style of school bookkeeping, I couldn't keep it in three minutes every time. So some may be five, but they're oh all, it's like Netflix. You just watch what you fill in the blank of what your body was able to absorb this, this past almost year. I promise there's something in there that you missed along the way. Cause you got COVID weary. We have lots of words around COVID, right? Yeah. But, uh, and, and the, 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 gen the genesis of this is that, you know, you found that you were spending hours, sharing the same information over and over and over, over and again, over and over. And, um, and each, each of the lessons. So these, these are free courses, uh, you know, free lessons and free modules, you know, from your friends at school of bookkeeping. <laughs> we want um, everyone right. to live and recover from this economy, all the problems that COVID has caused the economy. We want everyone. So we've made this, a free resource. And it's just, uh, we can, once we get it uploaded, it's yeah. partially done. It's, it's current. Yeah. It's currently in process, but we wanted to talk about it uh, today and share, uh, share the link in the, in the comments of the, of the, the, the event here uh, so that, um, you know, people could take a look at it. And every, every uh, lesson, what I really like about what your approach uh, to this, every lesson has, has a link for more information and to, to verify that, that information. So yeah. there's all, unfortunately, there's just a lot of misinformation about this. And, you know, um, I try to combat the misinformation and empower you. Right. So you can certainly verify and, and do your own research and, and, and everything of, of that nature. Um, but this is your, uh, I don't know. What, what do we call it? Like a, Mission. <laughs> is, yeah, well, I mean, obsession, <laughs> project, special project. It was very distracting. And I feel like now that I've gotten it into lessons, I feel like I can move on to the next thing because COVID won't be the first thing we're dealing with. Our, we're always going to have some sort of a disaster out there, hurricane, you know, earthquake, fires. We have something that's going to affect our business and our potentially our life, our family. And so, you know, we just have to be aware, understand, be knowledgeable and carry on, right? All right. Carry on. <laughs> COVID carry on. <laughs> COVID carry on. <laughs> All righty. Well, we will see you next week on uh, yet another Workshop Wednesday. And I hope you have a great week and we'll, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Stay safe. <laughs>